Welcome back to the Dave Gold Evolve Podcast, where industry leaders in the spiritual dating and business world help you truly evolve your life. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dave Gold Evolve Podcast. Haven't done one of these for a few days. And guess what? We've got a very special guest. His name is Kevin Crenshaw. He is an American from the South, from Tennessee. Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee. He's in Austin right now. And he has done the entrepreneurial journey the right way. Okay. (laughs) Through the ups and the downs. He has. I want to interject and say it's because I've done it the wrong way so many times that I know how to do it the right way. (laughs) That is the right way is doing it with frustration, trials and tribulations, and coming out on the other side with a huge, massive community and following of people who support what he does and can get behind it because it is so high integrity and heart conscious. And Kevin was on the DG Mastermind the other day. So thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Dude, I'm excited to be here. The uh, Mastermind was awesome. Yeah, so um, before we even talk about that, How about you give a brief little description of um, what you do um, and what kind of journey has led you to get to this place in your life? You know what I do? I talk. That's what I do in basic terms. Uh, But really, uh, I help people with healing and strengthening their hearts. My whole branding is where tough love meets self-love. So it's kind of like the self-love without all the sugarcoating, you know? Um, and I got to that point uh, really from my history, man. I, I started in the, with personal development, personal growth from the fitness community. So uh, I was a shy, scrawny nerd kid, found fitness, changed my life, and fell into the fitness scene. And so I got super big on discipline, super big on the motivational piece. I was a group fitness instructor, so I overcame my shyness and got really confident. Um, started doing physique shows, took it to the nth degree, damaged my body, really, and then I started down the spiritual path and started learning to like love myself because a lot of that stuff looked like, oh, he's so disciplined, but I was just beating myself up. Like I hated myself. And so then I actually started learning self-forgiveness, self-care, um, that type of a thing. Went on a different path that way. And now I'm kind of just bridging the two and I'm recognizing uh, that both are really needed. And um, I'm kind of in this season right now where uh, I'm, my message is really about how, if we're looking for harmony, life isn't black and white. So how can we embody both? How can you be this super motivated, but it's coming from a self-loving place and not you beating yourself up or shaming, which is a lot of what's in the industry. Um, and so paying attention to the roots of it all. But anyway, I, I kind of, I got here, you know, I've had my share of dark nights of the soul. I've had my face grinding on the pavement of rock bottom way too many times with being suicidal multiple times and near death on an overdose, uh, multiple heartbreaks, uh, you know, business stuff where my business coach was threatening to sue me, $110,000 in debt overnight. Like I've been in it and um, all those things taught me a lot, man. It humbled the fuck out of me. And it's gotten me to a point now where again, I'm just seeking, I'm, ke- I'm just keeping things, keeping it real. There's too much bullshit out there. And I fell for a lot of it. And a lot of it was uh, either conditioning or just sold to us through media or sold to us through uh, the current state of the, the climate of the world when it comes to marketing. Um, 
so yeah, man, I mean, we can dive into a lot of things, but that's kind of where I'm at. And, and for the longest time before I do, you know, I went fitness, then I kind of went into relationship coaching uh, because of my own heartbreak and my love for love. I dove into studying that and then trauma healing. And now it's gotten me to this point that I'm at now where it's, it's a little bit of everything that I've been doing because I recognized I'm all of it. And you asked me, what do I do? I mentioned talk because I don't like to box myself in a phrase, even though, or, or like a, a label, even though it, it can be helpful to people listening that they're like, oh, he's a business coach. Oh, he's a shadow worker. Oh, he's a whatever coach. Um, it make it, it's helpful in that degree, but it's not, it, it, it locks you in, man. You're now not allowed to be the other things that you are. <laughs> and so I'm everything, man. I'm just, I'm Kevin fucking Crenshaw and that's what I, that's what I do, you know? Yeah. It's interesting because you, I think need to go through a rite of passage to get to a place where you can be one and everything for someone and a community like and your friend Hector was talking about this on um, on a uh, masterclass that I joined one time where it doesn't matter if it was Amazon that started just selling books or Tesla that started just selling cars, okay? When you start out, and this is also coming from a personal branding perspective, it's good if people understand exactly who you are and what you do. But as you start to grow and evolve, your skill set, it starts to change your passions, where you want to put your focus, how you're able to help people starts to change. And you talked about how you started out in the fitness arena and you got really good at that. You mastered that in your body. You mastered that as a fitness instructor as well. And I think that was kind of probably a springboard for you, which allowed you to then step in to other areas and other arenas and then, you know, put more and more tools that were sharp in your toolbox that you've now been able to create this, um, this persona that is Kevin isn't just a fitness coach or a self-love coach or a biohacking coach. He's able to use his own unique method of tough love to self-love, which helps you to completely transform your life. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's it, man. And, and, and you hit on a good point. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say to anybody who is starting out, uh, you do need to box yourself in for a season. And I say for a season, please don't know when to pivot, know when it's time to let go of that and know when you've kind of broken through the wall, if you will. Uh, you do need to kind of, you know, make a name for yourself, whatever, whatever. And it's very helpful to niche down um, in that regard. And then beyond that, man, like free yourself up to, to be all of you. And I think that that's really inspiring to people because it's different. You want to, you want to, you don't want to follow what the market's doing. You want to, you want to mold the market by being yourself, you know? Exactly. And well, since that you just brought that up, let's dive into a little bit more, okay? Because this is a podcast primarily for men who are looking to step into their powerful, high-value personal brand, 
But a lot of the times they get caught up in a course or a coach or a program that is not helping them to actually focus on authenticity. Too many guys follow what their coach did and have the same bio of helping coaches go from zero to six figures and six to seven figures or helping you get a girlfriend in 90 days, okay? And it's a shame to me to see that over and over and over again because as much as you want to have clarity around your offer and you want to do what works, you you don't need to do what other people have done just to be successful. You can be unique. You can stand out from the crowd. You can be authentic. And yet guys find it so hard to actually embrace this authentic, this authentic path, this vulnerable path. And I'm wondering at what point did you realize that you weren't going to try to be like anyone else? You were going to just be Kevin Crenshaw. Hmm. You know, I think for me, it was pretty recent, to be honest with you. I mean, my courses, the things that I developed, the way I built my business was very much following the trends. Mm-hmm. And it isn't until recently that I'm like, wait a second, let's break outside of the rules a little bit. And it's been the past year, I guess. Uh, and that stuff hasn't even come to fruition until uh, probably a month from now. Uh, some of the things we've been working on. But you know, I think a lot of people, I'm speaking for myself and then also just speaking for guys in general, I think it's hard to be yourself when you don't know yourself. Yeah. And that's where the shadow work comes in. That's where uh, cutting the noise and drowning out what all everybody else is saying, what everybody else is selling and how they're doing it and X, Y, Z. Like, I've just got to call a spade a spade. The coaching community is just it, largely a circle jerk of coaches, coaching coaches on how to coach coaches. Like, it's an easy sell. Let me coach you on how to make six figures. Oh, cool. And if you want to raise the elevation of human consciousness, I understand that. And it's a bubble. Like at what point are we helping other people that aren't coaches? Yes. You know what I mean? And, and I, I have a personal, you know, soapbox I can get on that one, but I'm like, what is it? What is your, what is it that you, who, number one, who are you? And then what is your mission? You don't, you can't know your mission if you don't know yourself as a man. And that's where, again, cutting the noise, like stop all the marketing stuff for a season, stop all the books for a season, all the podcasts, all the everything and go inward, get to know yourself, shake shit up, go on a trip, go nomadic like I did, you know, do things that, that are that you wouldn't normally do. There's so many guys out there that are trying to figure out their passion and figure out their purpose. And they're not changing anything about their day. And they're, they're trying to sit down and try to figure it out, strategize it out when, you know, like what is different about your day-to-day life in the past five years? Are you trying new things? Or are you in the same comfortable job, doing the same comfortable routine, trying to find your purpose? You can't do it that way. Living you know, in like, the same city or country, Exactly. Not actually breaking out of your society. And you are traveling the world right now as a digital nomad like myself. And we've gotten to the point, both of us, we were just talking about this for the podcast, where a little bit of stability would be nice. (laughs) It would be nice. 
right? Yeah, you know, I'm out. here in, exactly. in Serbia, in Belgrade, Serbia, and it's affordable, beautiful people, great food. I'm enjoying it. But at the same time, I know that in one month's time, I'm going to have to leave and start over again. And so I am kind of looking for that base. And you were telling me that you're kind of looking for the same thing. Yeah, man. Like, how much risk are you taking in your life? Or is it all comfortable? Is it all strategized? Is it all planned out? That's important. And like, what are you fighting for? Do you have a fight in you? Are you fighting about shit that actually matters? Or do you not know? And you're... Uh, keyboard warrior, you know, <laughs> as we have, see a lot of people in, in the current age, or is the fight in you dead? Are you, you've thrown in the towel or you don't think you're enough or whatever, whatever, because of a, you didn't have the right of passage or you didn't have the initiation process growing up with most men, like fight or something, even if it's yourself and seek to discover that relentlessly. And you'll, it's fucking painful, man. But I think that nitty gritty, like that's, that's this essence of the masculine. And it's been largely taken away in society today. Um, and I think a lot of men are, are missing that and their thrills are trying to pick up chicks or trying to make um, money. Know, crypto. Getting that, I was just going to say, getting that crypto <laughs> game and make a lot of money. It's funny you say that. I actually just, I have a, a friend and student here in Serbia and we yeah. just set up a, a little crypto workshop to throw next week. Um, just a little promo teaser <laughs> for you guys out there. And, but I will be honest, man, it's crazy. Like I make a post about uh, crypto and people are raising their hands out oh, of the wow. woodworks. And I tell someone, listen, I'm going to help you to become more authentic, more vulnerable. I'm going to help you to build a high integrity personal brand. Sometimes, sometimes they speak up, you know, yeah. I'm working with a lot of guys. I've got a lot of guys in the mentorship and the mastermind, but I also see that many times when it comes to the self-love, when it comes to let's work on the foundations of, of um, purpose, let's work on our mindsets, let's work on our, our awareness, our acceptance, guys will just go check, check, check. I got that. I got that down. You know, I know I'm aware, like I'm spiritual. I'm, I'm, I'm loving, like, are you though? And, well, and I, you know, to their defense, I think I want to dive deeper with this into the, the tough love to the self love, because with all of those, uh, I got it. Then when someone shows up and says, no, you don't, a lot of guys have trouble taking it. So what's been your experience working with women and working with men and helping them, you know, to experience love through tough love. You know, I'll ask anybody who thinks they got it. Are you genuinely happy? Like, stop and ask, answer that. Don't just, bleh, yeah, I'm happy. Like, do you have much passion and fulfillment in your life? Are you at peace? or do you need things and thrills to fill a void? Now, I think if we're honest with ourselves, we can all be honest with that question and it might be uncomfortable to go there, you know? And there's nothing wrong if there is a void, but in different seasons of my life, there's voids and there's different seasons, there's not, and that's okay. We just wanna be honest with ourselves. We all want other people to be honest with us, but we're scared to get honest with ourselves, you know? So number one, 
and like, be honest, you know, if you think you got it, cool. Well, how are you feeling? Cause that's what we're really after is we're, we're really looking to feel alive. We're looking to feel on purpose. We're looking to feel uh, effective. We're looking to feel enough. We're looking to feel loved and to give love. Are you embodying that in your life? Meaning like all the time living it. Or are you tinkering with, you know, things like crypto or things like drugs and alcohol or other things, uh, seeking thrills. And, you know, if you're listening to a podcast, I don't, I don't think that you would be that type of a person. I'm just assuming, but check yourself, man. Like, are you genuinely happy? Are you, like if, if all of the stuff was to stop, how would you feel? You know, and I'm not talking a vacation. If I say, quit drinking for a week. Does anything happen? If I say, uh, quit looking at stocks and crypto for a week, does anything happen? Look at or your if you lose all your money in or stocks. You, yeah, man. If you, do, if you lose your money, if you lose your relationship, if you get injured, does any of that scare you? Because if it does, you're attached to some extent and you're like, yeah, but like that's normal. Like if that's life, it's actually uh, a layer above your... Uh, conscious mind or you could say yourself you can say your heart you could say your essence your soul that's what i'm talking about i'm not talking about what how much money you make what you drive and what you look like who you're hanging out with your girlfriend boyfriend your bank account those things are nice and they're important we live in a society that that you need the money to survive so i'm not saying money doesn't matter i'm not saying the relationship you're in doesn't matter i'm not saying your body doesn't matter you have those things but you're more than those things, you're a soul. So from a soul level, from an emotional level, we could say, how fulfilled are you? Is that part of you lighten up? Are, are you, can you be you without those things? And it took me losing everything to fucking find this out. And that you can wait for God to smack you in the face and that will happen and the universe will do that. Or you can do the work on yourself because everything that I've ever been attached to has been taken from me. And that's how I learned detachment and realizing that this is all a game. And that's kind of my, my mindset on it now. It's like the money I make, it's a game. If I lose it, it doesn't have anything to do with my self-worth. You know, what are you addicted to? Where your, where's your awareness? What, where are you attached to coming to a, come to a place of, of happiness and fulfillment inside, right? Happiness, is peace. It's I'm content no matter what happens. Thrills are caffeine and crypto and the, the seeking the highs, an adrenaline junkie. And there's nothing wrong with that. We need to have, have a sense of adventure in our lives. But is, are you chasing it? What are you are you chasing, or are you moving towards? There's a there's a difference. What's the intention? Do you need it, or is it like a, oh that'd be fun? Let's go do that. Or and maybe it's, even it's like a are lot you? Of, are you chasing it or are you, are you attracting it? Exactly. And, then, and it takes a lot of awareness and, and, and discernment to know these things. And that's why I'm, I've mentioned cut the noise and go internal. Seek to know yourself. Um, and man, I think that's just some of the things that if we're talking personal branding and, and, and growth of a business, like you're going to be leagues ahead of anybody who has nine figures if you fucking know yourself. And cut the, the quick fix, the six figures in six months, the whatever the fuck. Because if you know yourself and you you're you don't need this, needing nothing attracts everything. 
You don't need it. Dude, you got the rest of your life to build this fucking business to carry out your legacy. And those who are consistent and steady at pace will figure it out. You know what I mean? So on your question, you asked me like, you know, what would I say to people about tough love? I'm not, I'm not fighting you, man. It's still yeah. love. I just want you to get real with yourself because that sets you free. Or if you're not happy with your results, there might be something to look at internally. It might be your strategy, but that's maybe 10% of the time. Most of the time, it's who you are as a person. It's, it's, it, you know, I, I think on your mastermind, we even talked about like, how do I get more clients? I'm like, show up as you and that, don't need that. They seek to serve instead of seek, like, so what did I say? Uh, serve 10,000 people instead of make 10,000 months. Yeah. And the money's gonna come. Show up as you or show up as nothing. Show yeah. up as nothing for someone. And just and just be be a mirror for them, mm -hmm. and just listen to them, and just give them whatever they're giving you, and help yeah. them to see that, you know, they're creating their own reality, they're creating their own narrative that they're stuck in, and if we dive deeper into this, there are a lot of guys. I don't know if you've experienced or if you've worked with any of them, but they're making really good money, mm -hmm. and they're really focused on the hustle and the grind and the agency and the six or seven figure coaching business. But deep within, there is this sense of lack, of scarcity, of trauma that they're carrying around. And there is on top of that, a massive amount of fear and resistance and denial that they need to work on those areas of their life. So when you meet someone who is very financially successful, but they are showing resistance to working on what's within, how do you approach that relationship? I've, because of my NDAs, you know, I can't say some of the clients that I've worked with, but I've worked with a few people that have more than a few bucks in their bank. Nice. Um, it's real, man. And I'll say, again, like I said, I mentioned it earlier, like the things that we're chasing, it's, it's, it's Hollywood plus marketing plus a bunch of things. We're kind of born into this world of you need this thing to be enough. Oh, here's the fix. Do this thing. Oh, here's the fix. Make a lot of money. And there's nothing, again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with money. You need money. The more money you have, the more choice and sovereignty you have to make, it's, you know, the more freedom you can have. When it comes to your heart, when it comes to your spirit, it doesn't equate to emotional freedom. And it doesn't solve all your problems, but, you know, I definitely would like to roll up to my problems in a Lamborghini. <laughs> That's Okay. So there's nothing wrong with it and I'm not knocking it. You don't need to stop making money in order to do it, do the work. I would just say uh, growth without compassion mm. isn't growth. If you're not having more compassion, care towards other people, towards yourself, from a spiritual perspective, you're actually not growing. It could be a lateral movement. If you're avoiding something or whatever, whatever meaning something's different, there's change happening, 
but it's the same problem that we face. You're just masking it or you're going from one extreme to another extreme uh, with the same void, if you will. So the same feelings emotionally. So to those people who, are, who know they need to kind of lean in and do the work, know your vices, man. It's, it's no different than an alcoholic. They're, prob- they're, they're going, avoiding their problems with alcohol. They're numbing themselves. You're avoiding your problems with the hustle. And that keep it up, man. Keep the hustle up. And if you don't face yourself, life will face you. I mentioned earlier, you can lose it. Um, you can lose people that you really care about in the mm-hmm. process, push people away. You know, you can lose your health. I, I had a near-death experience, almost ODing, also like a, adrenal, my adrenal system didn't work. I went to a really dark place because I hustled so hard. And y'all, I'm still hustling. Right now, I'm working, today I'm working a 12-hour day, but I do it different. The intention is different. I've worked on myself and that really is everything. You know, so we're also taught like to sacrifice ourselves for a good cause or for the hustle. You know, if you're hustling at the cost of your own um, uh, sleep, you know, and sleep's always been a non-negotiable of mine and when it wasn't is when I got in trouble. So, you know, all I gotta say is it's uncomfortable and I understand it. And there's, like I mentioned, there's these attachments, there's these addictions, there's these things that you're using to cope. And if we look at it intelligently and go, what I'm doing is actually a pretty good coping strategy. Oh, I don't have to stop. And we can drop the shame for a second and we can grow in our sense of compassion for ourselves. Instead of running from yourself, instead of saying, oh my God, I I know there's this thing about, I don't want to face it right now. If you look at the intelligence of that and grow in a little bit of compassion, and then look at what do you really want for yourself? When you, when you know clarity cuts the drama. So if there is some sense of uncomfortability, a void happening in life, what do you really want? And you look at your goal list. If you're making a ton of money, you have vision board, you have goals. What, is, what do you think those things are going to give you emotionally that you may not be feeling right now? Put yourself in first person. How's it going to feel? Do you feel more proud of yourself? More enjoyment? fulfillment, whatever, whatever, enoughness. That's what you're really after. So how can you give yourself that now as you're climbing? You don't have to stop the climb in order to do it. So, you know, compassion, see the intelligence of what you're, you're doing by seeking the money and seeking the things. It's not, it's not wrong. It's actually intelligent because facing this stuff is hard and not a lot of people do it. Not a lot of people have the courage to do it. And it it is a challenge. So if you want a challenge, fucking face yourself. Crypto isn't a challenge. Getting the right woman isn't a challenge. Those are side challenges to knowing yourself. Those are side quests, dude. Focus on the mission. (laughs) It is when you're losing the money and then you're feeling all this regret and remorse. You know, it's, it's a challenge for the guy when he's going out and he's getting rejected over and over and over again and he starts to blame women okay or he starts to you know speak quick fixes rather than actually work on himself start to push this shame or blame identity and adopt that as his own and you know every so often i bring up the shame because you you 
mentioned that word a few times now in the podcast. I bring up the shame, cancel, and, uh, you know, kind of just like, I'm going to block you culture that we live in. And I have experienced it more in the last year as I've become an online entrepreneur than in my whole life. And it's just remarkable that when you speak up, other people want to bring you down and silence you. Okay. And not everyone's. You know, if you don't, if you know yourself then you're not going to give a fuck and you recognize that it's their own shit. If well, you, what's been your fuck. experience with, um, cause you've built a very large audience. How many guys did you have in your free Facebook group at one point? Something like 1500, but we've got our own app now and we've got, you know, we've got a pretty solid group. Yeah. You've got like thousands of people who are following you mm -hmm. and sure. With that being said, there's been some, some haters that have oh, come okay. along oh. the road. So how did you respond to hate, negativity, shame, cancel culture in, on your entrepreneurial uh, process? I, you know, I, I grew up the shy nerd kid and I got made fun of a lot. My best friend even started making fun of me and that's kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. So yeah. I used to care a lot what other people thought of me and it controlled my life. And so I went from one extreme to another. I was a shy nerd kid to an egotistical attention seeking uh, person. You know, I wanted, I wanted uh, not, not necessarily attention seeking, but uh, external validation, right? I wanted validation from other people. And then I recognized that kind of slapped myself in the face with it. Um, that started my journey of knowing myself because I really didn't, you know, I thought I did, but I didn't because I was so controlled by what other people thought. Um, you know, I remember in group fitness classes, uh, seeing people leave in the middle of my class and just breaking my heart. And I'm like, whoa, like, in, you know, I'm still going on with the class, but in my mind, I'm like, what? it like broke me. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Like, what can I have done better? Like, uh, did I say something? No, no, I resonate with that because when someone leaves a mastermind call halfway through yeah. where they leave my Facebook group. I'm asking them those exact same questions. I'm saying like, did I, did I say something that I offend you? And usually it's just like, no man, I'm like short on time. I'm trying to declutter, but yeah, usually, you know, and that's the thing is I, I had to get the fuck over myself because yeah. most of the time it wasn't me. And um, when it was, they're like, music was too loud. I didn't like your music, whatever, whatever. I'm like, then you're not for me. Okay. <laughs> and I really just started to own myself. I owned what I liked. I know I recognized that I'm not for everybody. Yeah. And again, that, that energy attra oddly attracts more um, of the right people, you know, the right tribe. So entrepreneurially, you know, I had people, but I've had people, you know, want refunds from courses and whatever, whatever, after only watching a few videos, mind you. Uh, and I'm just, I've always been like, okay, cool. Like, come and go. I used to be so controlling about that shit, man. And now I'm just, I, come if you want, leave whenever. Like I have a subscription and I'm like, cancel at any time. No questions, dude. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if, you, if you don't like it, then go. Okay. And what usually happens is it, it frees up space. 
So I had this happen to me uh, a few days ago where I've been working with someone who I love working with him, but he came to me with a limiting belief and said, all right, uh, you know, I think it's time for us to part ways. And I didn't try to like convince him to stay. I just said, that's great. You can go, you know, I'll recommend you to someone else because guess what's going to happen? That's going to free up space for that new, you know, perfect client to come into my life. And that's kind of what's happened. Like there are, you know, energy drains that you didn't realize at first, whether that's in a business or romantic relationship. And later on, you realize like, no, this relationship doesn't need to continue. I need to let go of it so that I can move on and have new beautiful ones in my life. Or let go, or let go of your expectations of caring so much, you know, like be, be honest. And if it's come, if it comes, let it, if it goes, let it. Like, uh, where's your focus going, man? Yeah. You know, like what's taking up your time mentally? And if there's, oh, but how can I make things better? Because you're worrying about what they said, blah, 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 blah. blah. Fucking know yourself and do you. Like, you know what I mean? And so, you know, I had, I recently um, in my company, we had some transitions happen and some people back like left my company and uh, it was a natural progression of things was we're growing and expanding. And it was a very open conversation. There was no hard feelings at all. It was just kind of like, okay, this is the end of the road for, for them. And I'm, it was, you know, tough. Cause I'm like, man, we built this connection, we built this relationship, but I'm not, I don't need to hold on, you know? And, and I think I have this faith of the universe and myself that it's like, it was like, it was also, I mean, it did rock me a little bit. Right. But I checked myself and I'm like, man, I was assuming that it was forever. And that there's another fucking illusion. Nothing is forever. Everything changes. The business you're in right now, the body you have, the bank account, the relationships, the place you're living, it's all going to fucking change and so learn to appreciate what is and learn to learn from what is if you're in a dark season and you know it's that's all we can really do i mean life goes on man you know and so i I don't know it's just my perspective on things now i'm just like dude i'm fucking alive i've won the lottery i'm alive another day i could be fucking dead all of this is bullshit and it's a game nobody gives a fuck nobody's paying attention to you um, we're all going to die anyway. And we're just a bunch of these animals floating around on a rock curling through space. Made up, there's a bunch of rules made up by other animals that came before us. All right. So like. <laughs> I was talking to my friend the other day. He's like, do you realize that you have two little dots in the center of your nose that you can like smell your fart from and <laughs> little opening where you can like ace different, like different textures and you've got these little holes on the side of your face where you can hear these crazy sounds. Like, how fucking wild is that? Like, that's We're experiencing and then you open your eyes, you look around, you're like, where am I? Like, what is this fucking place that I'm in? And we take that for granted. We get yeah. so caught up in our narrative, in our story, in yeah. our ego, in our own little life. You know, and what what's healing with for that is nature, dude. We live you know, cities, the internet, connection, and like where our culture is at, our society is at as a globe, uh, disconnects from that that we're talking about and those perspectives because largely they're very dark. Like when you go there, it's kind of like, whoa, oh shit, everything was a lie. Oh shit, who am I? 
And there's a lot of deep questions that can start to come up, you know? And, um, it, it, but that's really the work. And I think it came, you know, we try, again, we tend to avoid it. We're seeking pleasure, we're seeking comfort. Um, and again, because our culture is largely traumatized, we don't want to re-traumatize ourselves with those things. And so we seek to cope in very intelligent ways and see the intelligence of it, man, instead of, you know, see what's, what's really going on. Um, but again, when you face that, those things, life is going to smack you down or you're going to be able to, you're going to face it yourself. And, uh, cause that day is coming when, when that stuff happens, just from personal experience, you know, I thought it wouldn't happen to me and I'm just like, all right, so we're here. Say an ego death, crushing my ego, whatever, whatever. And dude, those moments are, I look back on now, it's just so, so blessed to go through that because it's, it shaped my character. You know, like pay attention to your character more than you pay attention to your muscles. Shape your character, work out your character, work out your backbone, your values as a man, you yeah. know, and let the other stuff fall where it may. And realize that it's a game you can still hustle you can still prepare yourself you can still train for it all like it's a game you know olympic athletes take the game pretty seriously <laughs> you know you can still take the game pretty seriously but but realize that it's just a game take your you can take the game seriously but you don't need to take yourself so seriously exactly man um we're gonna jump into our our final topic as we start to create shorter podcasts since people's attention spans are growing shorter by the day with reels and stories and TikToks. I posted a reel the other day on Instagram and yeah. just a, you know, pop song like, ba, 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 da, ba, <laughs> and like it blew up. It was crazy. Um, so the final topic that we're going to talk about is culture. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you built culture in your community, um, which is something that uh, I've really focused on over the last year. And it's, it's a long-term, it's, it's like a long-term strategy. It's a long-term game. And I really encourage my students and the other guys that are trying to step into the entrepreneurial journey to build a culture around what they're doing. And what I wanted to know uh, was Basically, how do you create a culture that not only attracts the type of people who you resonate with the most, but actually keeps them around for the long run? Leading by example, you know, my, my culture is a reflection of me. The culture I create is a reflection of me. So if I want to change my culture, I change myself. You know, like I realized the things that people really care about and we made a culture about that, you know, be, have, being honest, being integral, having an open heart, people that love love, people that love honesty and bluntness, even if, you know, there's, there's people out there, man, and, and they're like me. Your culture is going to be a reflection of you. So if you don't like your culture, change you. I don't have a strategy for how I built this thing, man. I'm just, I'm just, I, I talk and I share shit and I'm myself because I know myself, I've done the work and the culture built itself. 
Yeah. I really don't know how I did it, to be completely honest. There's not a strategy. Uh, I joke around with my team, but I'm like, I've never done this shit before. I don't know. Uh, I'm just so honest, I think, and that attracts the right people, you know. Uh, I, I did pull my, my community because we recently launched our app, and I pulled them just so that for branding purposes of like how to promote the, the, the app for more people. And we asked them to list their values and there was consistent um, honesty, integrity, freedom. And I'm like, man, that's me, dude. Uh, it's a lot of stuff that was on my list and it's on theirs too. So I just, it's a reflection, man. It's all a mirror. Uh, and I don't know, maybe I'm just so extra and maybe I'm just so uh, unique that it, it draws attention, it draws eyes and people want to embody that or whatever, what, I don't know. I, I, don't, I have no idea. I just talked, dude. <laughs> Come full circle in the conversation. Kevin doesn't know shit. He just <laughs> And you know what? I think uh, coming to that realization of like, there is no secret. Yeah. Everybody's struggling with something. The secret like, is there is no secret. Yeah, man. I de-pedestalized people. I was putting everybody up on a pedestal of, oh my God, this coach is going to have the answer and save my company. And I was just like, everybody's struggling with something. I can still learn from people, but everybody is also is, is fighting their own battles, you know? Yeah. And we're all just people floating on a rock anyway. So, you know, I can learn some things from people, but at the end of the day, uh, we're all kind of the same. And I think that freed me up and, and realized, I think there was a quote that was like, uh, nobody knows what the fuck they're actually doing. Uh, I've had some conversations with people, you know, they know a few things about a few things and that's, that's really it. I know a few things about a few things and that's, that's really it, man. And um, yeah, I, that's just my perspective. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe we're all wrong, but you definitely are right about one thing, which is stop putting people on a pedestal. And that doesn't mean that you can't humble yourself. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't invest in yourself, but you idolize someone as if they're perfect when they're not, they're just another human being that has experienced certain things, it's been through trials and tribulations and they've come out stronger, more experienced, more knowledgeable than they were before. And you can do the same thing as well. Um, and with that being said, our final question is how, and this is what I ask most of the guests in the podcast, do you want to evolve your business and lifestyle in the next year? In the next year, dude, we're really focusing on two things. Number one is community. So growing the community and opportunities for the community to connect with each other um, and making that space uh, really awesome um, for, for the right people to get to know each other. I think a lot of people that are on their healing journey or their evolution as a spirit, kind of, you start to lose friends, you start to disconnect, you know? And so we're creating a space for people to, that are on that path to connect with each other and, and to have that sense of community because Healing happens in safe spaces, you know what I mean? So people that are growth oriented, that are real and raw, doing the deep inner work to really connect with each other um, in a space of non-judgment, you know, and to rewrite that story of shame. And then I'm pivoting my business strategy to focusing more. I'm realizing my gift is in being live, whether that's a, a, a podcast or a live audience or a mastermind call. Mastermind call, let's go. Yeah, seriously. 
that's where I thrive, man. It's not on pre-recorded videos. It's I, I I am a poet, so I can write. I am an artist, so I can draw. But really showing up live and, and cultivating that community again, it's where I thrive, man. So we're pivoting my business to so that I can do that more of the time. I'm launching a trauma-informed um, somatic expression, uh, emotional processing fitness style class. It's going to be really cool. Uh, virtually. So I'm, I'm kind of combining my two worlds with that one. Um, we're creating a store. And that's something that I actually had a call about this morning before I jumped on this um, with some like physical products, like tracking journals and other things um, you know, to cut the bullshit, man. They're not, they're self-love stuff, but it's like the, the, we're playing around with the name, but it's like cut the bullshit or get your life, get your shit together type of stuff, you know? Uh, and some gadgets that are going to help as well. You can say more biohacking, but more on the uh, bio less on the hacking and yeah. then um what else do we got i'm, I'm gonna be getting my own apartment soon i'm getting the nomad journey so that i can kind of like have some more routine to my life i'm just honoring the season that i'm in dude so uh, and encouraging other people to do the same we're real and we're really uh taking it I'm, I'm kind of on the tail end of the evolution of going from a coach to a company and so that's really fun for me yeah, we didn't actually get into the gut health part of the work that you do, which is, I think, one of the reasons that we came together, because I resonated with that. I went through that same kind of um, experience in my body, but we'll have to save that for, um, you know, for another collab. Um, totally, man. Finally, where can they reach you? What are you currently offering? And who is the best person to work with you? I'll say, I'll say three things. Uh, if you enjoyed this and you listened this far, you're perfect to work with me. So download the Heart Gang app to join the community. Go to heartguy.com to learn more about me and my offerings. And I'm going to promote one offering that's a free three-day retreat virtually uh, to cut the noise and do the inner work, as we were talking about earlier. It's dark72.com. That's uh, if you want a challenge. That's the one, dark72.com. I've dropped that in the mastermind chat. And Kevin also was talking about that on our mastermind call the other day. I highly recommend that you guys check that out. Um, I'll just drop a little promo as well. I'm offering a free personal brand audit right now, a blueprint of your personal branding um, online and, and also you know within. So if you want to take advantage of that, feel free to hit me up and reach out to Kevin if you resonated with his message and we'll talk to you guys soon. Much love. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah.